0: Hello and welcome to the roundtable where conversations are had about God, spirituality, and things that we go through in everyday life. Hi, I don't know about you, but I feel pretty good today. I'm looking forward to the future ever since I turned my life around, stopped living in sin, stopped doing things that was against God, remaining abstinent and praying and fasting and studying i feel 100 percent better it is true if we focus all our attention on god that peace will come if we learn how to train our thoughts to not allow the enemy to get inside of our heads we have won the day if we can be you know if if we're able not if we can but If we're able to wake in the morning and call on our Lord, let's count that as a win. Yeah, there's going to be troubles. There's going to be bumps in the road. There's going to be things that go down in our lives that we can't control and or not a fan of. I have my share of trials and tribulations. I've had my share of ups and downs. I've had my share of tears and heartache, but I know that the Bible says after you have suffered a little while, I will restore, support, strengthen, and place your feet on a firm foundation. And I'm looking for him to do that. I'm just gonna wait on the Lord. You know, I never just put my cares to the side wholeheartedly and just waited for the Lord. I'm like I'm like um Sarah sometimes. You know. She wasn't getting pregnant fast enough, so she gave her handmaid to Abraham to make the promise. Not going over God's head or around him. I'm going to wait on the Lord. I don't know what's next. You know, I know losing my job was the best thing that ever happened to me because it was a toxic work environment. And I know that God don't want his children to be frustrated on a regular basis. I'm not trying to live that kind of chaos, you know, especially when the people that are creating the chaos or atheists don't believe in God. So I understand what they operate in. The enemy can use them as liberally as he chooses, and you will never have peace in those situations. I mean, you have to work extra hard to have it. It's just not worth it if you can Pray and ask God to deliver you and move you someplace else. That's just the whole thing. Well, I might as well say it because I always say it. That's a whole nother show. And I don't like being around all those evil spirits. I don't know about y'all, but I can go someplace and be in around certain people. And I just get bad vibes. I just want to run away. I feel like my life is in danger. I feel like I can hear the secret hate illuminating off the people like, you can feel those demons somehow, the darkness and camping about or whatever. I try to get away from that as fast as I can. I don't I don't stay anywhere where I feel like the devil is is hopping and popping. You'd be surprised where he is, the places he chooses to show up. It's almost unbelievable how subtle he can be in people that you never even dreamed could be ruthless or cutthroat or indifferent or mean, but it happens. I've been deceived before, but I won't be deceived again because I'm going to try to be by the spirit and see if it comes from God. And I'm going to remember what he said, that every tree is identified by the fruit that it bears. You can identify the tree by the fruit. So you meet someone and they consistently showing you one type of behavior, that's them. That's who they are at their core. What the overall picture or impression. I suppose that's why it's a good thing when you meet people to get to know them. It takes a while to know what a person is like. You don't know how a person responds to a situation until it happens. You don't know if the person is angry until there's a situation that might prompt them being angry. You don't know how people react if you don't really know them. So. Let that be a cautionary tale. Don't go through what I went through. You know, I try to see the good in all people, and that gets me in trouble a lot of the times. I take the people for their word unless they give me a reason to believe they're lying, unless it's something outrageous where you already know from the beginning it sounds too good to be true. But in most cases, I take people at their word until they prove otherwise. They could be lying through their teeth but I'm not gonna call him a liar until the lies start being exposed or you know the truth start being seen. I try to get people the benefit of the doubt. I do. And a lot of times it leaves me heartbroken, mad, and disgusted. But for the most part, it's good to have faith in people because I would want people to have that in me. So I'm still gonna to continue to you know, see the best in people. But when I see the worst, I'm out of there. I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. God didn't call us to be on this earth, to be fighting and arguing with people. That is not his plan for our lives. He said, be angry and sin not. Nah, he don't want us angry and all up in people's faces. Yes, there is such a thing as righteous indignation, but that righteous indignation shouldn't be, I don't know, cracking people across the head with a pipe, mowing them down, or shooting them, or killing them, or whatever people do when they get mad or angry. Upset. Don't get me wrong, I'm not extra PC when I'm mad. <laughs> you know, I've had my occasion with rowdiness and anger. That's why I'm telling you it's not a good thing because now you got to apologize to people. If you're not a narcissist and have a conscience, you got to apologize to people. You might have to get bailed out of jail. You know, it's a lot of stuff that goes with operating the anger. Nothing good comes from being mad and angry all the time, anyway these stress ass whoopings and a whole bunch of stuff. That's why we have to be cautious, wise in our days and sow good seeds. And God said, if it's impossible, live at peace with everyone. I practice that as much as I can. There are extraordinary people that make it impossible to operate in peace, and that is why you should always avoid them, the people that bring out the worst in you, because that's really not the plan for that God has for our lives. He wants us to get along with one another. If people are so toxic that they can't get along with me, then they can't get along with anybody because I have a high tolerance for nonsense. But not these days. I guess not these days. I just one piece. You know, I'm just sitting here um, on the back patio. There's a canal back there. I know You'll probably hear a boat ride by um, or air conditioning clicked on and off. I'm not in a studio or anything like that. I'm just a regular person sharing my experiences, talking to y'all about God and how I feel about this, about that, about the other. I know I had not made a regular series podcast in a while because I've been working on my up-to-the-minute stuff, but I'm going to be more consistent with this just to talk to you guys. I've been going through a spiritual metamorphosis, like I'm reaching... Deeper level with God and it's great. I fought hard to get here. You know, when I lost my way and navigated away from what I was supposed to walk in, I felt sick and miserable and sad all the time. But now, I feel like I my strength is returning, and I can focus and I can see and I have faith and I'm not stressing. No matter what happens, I know. And understand that God calls all things to work together for my good. I have no reason to doubt, the walk in fear. Even though the naysayers and the critics always got something that contribute to whatever your situation is, I be it, uh, negative or positive. But I receive the positive and the negative people. I just hear them and I don't hear them. I don't let those seeds fall into my spirit. That's another thing that I wanna try to convey to people not to allow happen to you don't let people plant those seeds of whatever into your spirit if it's something that's not of god don't let it resonate with you just push it out of the way with the word of god don't let negative people come and just you know tear your life apart with their vicious words because it happens a lot and i used to be a victim but not anymore you know when Someone says something that's opposite. I always say, well, that's not what God says about me. Or that's not what the Lord say concerning my life. Well, that's not what Jesus said What happened? Practice doing that. Get that devil on up out of your face. If they don't believe, that's their business. I don't want to hear about somebody else's scenario. You know, people love to tell you what happened to person X when they stepped out on faith or when they tried to do this or when they tried to do that. But I like to remind people, I don't know the measure of whoever you're talking about faith, but I know I serve a mighty and powerful God who told me that all things are possible to those who believe. And if it don't work, it doesn't matter because obviously God got a better plan. So whatever happens, I'm content to save the gloom and doom scenarios. People love doing that for some reason. I don't know what it is, but I ain't trying to hear it. That's what we have to be. That's how we have to be with our walk with God. We have to refuse everything and anything that's against what he said, that goes against what he said. People that say, oh, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'll never get well, that's against what he said. Even if that's how you feel, speak the opposite, because that speech is against what he said. He said, by his stripes, you're healed. We have to war for our minds. We have to war for our souls. We have to war for peace. We have to make sure that we're not speaking things into existence that we do not want into existence. And remembering, too, when we speak, that you reap what you sow. So you also got to govern over your tongue of the things that you say on other people's lives. You have to watch what you say. You know, I want to speak good tidings in my life, I want God to bless me. I wanna be able to set the example for people to follow so they can truly see how it works and that God exists. And do know that my motivation is simply because I love the Lord. I love God because he saved my soul, but I mostly love him because he first loved me and he showed me how much he loved me. By the death on the cross, by everything he does, all the words he say, in every way possible, he make things work out for me. Even when I'm not up to par, God is great. God is awesome. You know, I don't deserve his love. I don't deserve his kindness. But he showed it to me every single day. So I'm gonna spend the rest of my life making sure he knows how much I appreciate everything that he does for me. And in return, I'm gonna share him with as many people as I can to let them know that he is alive, that he is well, that he is a lover, and he's your biggest fan. And yes, I am a Jesus freak, but I'm not the Bible-thumping, holy rolling pride. Anyway, I want everybody to just take a look around. Be grateful for what you have. Don't grumble and complain. Be patient and wait on the Lord. It will pay off in the end. This has been The Rim Table. I'm Polo, and until next time.